I am Diana Marchand, and I'm currently in my late 50s, and this podcast is about living a healthy, happy, bold, and fulfilled life that you love. Let's not have age determine how we live our life and what we get to do. I inspire you to stop focusing on aging and start really living. My top values are freedom and health. We need our health to have freedom and to really live a vibrant life. It's time to step into your bold, brilliant, and beautiful life. So come along for the ride. Hello and welcome back to another episode of The Rebel and the Woo. Today, I guess I'm probably talking a little bit about the rebel again, um, because I'm talking about dating over 50 (laughs) and how it's changed and what I think about it and kind of like my experience. But I also want to know what what you think and what your experience has been like. Things are sure changing. You know, I read a post on Facebook one day and it asked a question um, about, tell me, it said something like, tell me your honest opinion. Do you really want to date or are you really seriously wanting to date or something like that? And the comments were, I mean, there were thousands of comments and so many of the women said they kind of have given up or they're not interested or they're totally fine being single. They're happy. They feel at peace. And I saw the word peace a lot and thought, how interesting, right? But I get it. I so get it. And here's kind of what I think about that word peace and why I think many women put that in there. Now, my past relationships have been wonderful, uh, really, truly. Um, You know, there's always ups and downs and there's always things, you know, but it's two of us too, right? I have never had a really bad experience in my last uh, relationship. Well, one of my last relationships lasted 17 years or so. And it was great. We ended on such great terms. We're still really good friends. What I think they mean by peace. Now, when I say, when I talk to some people about, um, I kind of like being single. And what I find is that I like to control my energy. Now that may seem like control, Diana, right? I do have control issues. But what I mean by that is, For a long time now, I've really been focusing on consciously how I choose to live my life consciously and that we can be in charge of our feelings and how we perceive life and how we live life, no matter what's going on around us. That's something I've been really working on a lot. So finding happiness and joy every day, no matter what the day is like. And when I notice that I'm going down into the kind of a deep, dark rabbit hole or feeling sorry for myself. I'm able to stop myself now, kind of come to neutral and then change it into happy, grateful, satisfied, something like that, right? So I've been working at this a lot and wow, what a difference it's made in my life. I mean, I can't even tell you so much happier. I am so much happier. And I always say I am so much more at peace, at peace. I, my energy, I feel like I am the one who's really able to control my energy, right? Like, um, and I don't mean I'm always positive and always, right? It's just that I notice my feelings when they change. I notice when my energy changes. I notice when I'm feeling the bad thoughts are coming in, the self-sabotaging thoughts, I'm living so much more aware every day, aware of myself. And so that I could 
feel things that come up and sense it. What is my body? What is my soul trying to say to me? What does it mean? What needs to be changed? Uh, you know, anything like that. And I know that in a relationship, sometimes we get focused on the other person or what they're doing or what they're not doing or their stress. So we get caught up in their energy. When you are that close to someone, when you live next to, when you live with someone, when you're um, so emotionally kind of attached to someone, we take on their energy. We um, get, I want to say put off by the energy. We get, um, we can feel their energy. So if they're having a bad day, if they're having a negative day, if they're having um, a lot of problems, we feel it and it disrupts our energy. So that's what I mean. And I think that's a lot what these women mean, that they feel at peace because they're not feeling that disruption of energy, right? Someone coming in or go, them going into a room and their spouse is screaming or yelling because maybe something on TV or there's one of those um, real violent movies on, things like that, that disrupt our energy. We feel it, our nervous system. And so I thought, oh my God, that is so true. Me living alone, I'm able to be in my energy. And when I'm working, you know, when I have been working for a long time now on being more of a positive state of energy, I've done a lot of healing. So when feelings of sadness self-sabotage, self-defeat, blame, shame come up. I allow myself to feel those feelings. So it's not like I'm running away or not dealing with that. No, I am. And that's nice too, being on my own. I can let the tears go. I can cry. I can all of a sudden journal things out. I can talk to myself out loud, which I do. To me, talking to myself out loud about things is what really helps. Like, ooh, Diana, here you go again. I see it. I feel it. Okay, okay, okay. Settle down. Take a deep breath. And I do that. It's like I'm coaching myself. I can sit and take some deep breaths on the couch with my legs crossed and with silence all around me. I can light a candle. I can um, burn some Palo Santo or Sage. Like I can do all these things just by, because I'm just, it's just me. And so I'm loving that after being living with someone for so, so many years, I'm loving that part of my life. And I think that's what a lot of the women are saying who are so happy being single. And then there's the part, you know, of course, where for men, like a lot of men in the past, like if you are over 50, I'm not saying new men, when men over 50, I mean, when we were growing up, there wasn't this big self-development, self-help, all of that. Type. There was no life coaches, right? It's not like we were going into the depth of our souls and all of that and our emotions and our traumas and how we were raised and the programming and conditioning. I mean, we were just unaware of that. And so if women, you know, I find lots of women have, because we are more feeling creatures, we have more emotions that are outward showing that we reflect on the outside and we talk more freely and we're not as judging, right? As men about if men go to ask to get help or if men were to say they had an emotional problem. So lots of men haven't taken time to do that personal work, to do that inner work. And then maybe they were working hard at their job and career. And when they got home, their wife wanted their time, the kids wanted their time and on and on, right? So they just didn't take that time or wasn't even in their um, awareness to do something like this. 
you know, a lot when men got together, it was business or it was sports or, you know, when they got together to talk as we were younger. I mean, now it is more mainstream, but we have to remember that the men over 50, even over 60, were not exposed to that. And it may have taken them a very long time, if ever, to start working on their inner selves. And that I'm finding a little hard to handle because I do not want to sit and try to coach someone. I don't want to try and be a therapist for a man. I don't want to wait until he decides he wants to do the inner work. You know, I'm looking for somebody with emotional intelligence. And I don't want a man who cries and a man who's weak and a man who needs a shoulder to cry on all the time and can't make decisions and it's just a big mess. Nope, not at all. I do like a man-man, masculine man, a powerful and strong man in a positive way, of course, <laughs> right? Um, so, I mean, I think that the, the times are changing fast and I think the men around our age have gone through, you know, when women decided they wanted all the power, they wanted to be strong, they wanted to ask guys out, they thought they should pay for things too. I mean, men got confused and it's like, oh, what, we can't even open a door for a woman anymore? We can't just pay for their coffee without them telling us that they can do it themselves? You know, that's the way it was for a while. And so now they're like, they don't even know what to do. So I get that. I get that. So I find dating over 50, you know, because I was in that relationship for so many years, is so different. And, I, and I'm 59. I don't know how old you are, wherever the listeners are, let me know. I'm 59. And so, of course, a guy who's 55 or 56, <laughs> they're probably going to want a younger woman. A man who is divorced and was with a woman for so many years, that was his age, yeah, is going to say, hey, you know what? If I can get a younger woman, I'm going to go for it. And I can't really blame them. And the problem is, too, is... I guess, you know, it's funny because when we age, we're like, we feel youthful and young inside. And then we look in the mirror and it's almost a shock. It's like, what the, who the hell is that person? Or you on Facebook or whatever, you see a friend you went to high school with and you look at them and you think, oh my God, they look so old. And then you realize, oh, they're the same age as me. Do I really appear like that? Do I appear, appear old, you know? And so there's that whole thing of now looking at the men who are older than me, because those are most of the ages that is contacting me and thinking in my head, they're my grandma. They're my grandpa, I mean. That's like my dad or my grandpa, which is so crazy <laughs> because they're not. But it's like, I'm thinking and seeing the world still from a youthful, from my youth, like maybe in my thirties or forties. So looking at a man in his sixties to me, seems like that's crazy. They're so old. <laughs> it's just this weird dynamic, this weird. And sometimes I want to avoid it, or maybe you want to avoid it too, because it's, it's, it's showing us, it's reflecting back our views maybe on aging, getting older, how we really perceive ourselves, or how we don't want to perceive ourselves like that, right? It's like, I don't want to see myself like that. Even though we may know we're the same age, it's like, but I don't want to face that that is me. 
that that is what I'm like. I know that's for me. I'm having a really hard time with that. I am happy and I'm not depressed and I'm not playing a victim and I'm not, you know, all of that about my age and things like that. Uh, I'm trying, you know, doing my best to embrace because we can either embrace it or we can fight it. And I'm not going to fight it because that is a lot of wasted energy that goes nowhere and does nothing. So it's been a real thing. I, you know, I've dated a couple guys and either I wasn't attracted to them or the ones I was attracted to, they weren't attracted to me. Or when they saw me in person, they didn't tell me, but they might have thought she looks older than her pictures because my pictures look young for some reason. Don't ask me why. That's the way my camera, t- my phone takes them. But the ones I post look damn good. But when you see me in person, I look my age. Like, I look my age. So maybe they're going, oh, and then again, they're facing it going, oh, my God. I don't want to date someone who looks old because then it makes them seem old, right? So they can go for it. Men can go for the younger women. And I know women can too, but oh, my God, you guys, that is not a simple thing. It's very rare when we are, when I'm like 59. Right. I could maybe get someone 55, but younger than 50, I, I mean, I don't even know if I would want that because I would always myself, because I still have that insecurity that as I age, I would look so much older than them. And then they would finally realize, no, she's now looking really old. And I don't want that. I don't want to deal with that. I don't want to think about it. I just like to meet and date someone close to my age who I find attractive. And that's another thing. It is hard finding someone I actually am attracted to and want to kiss, right? Because if I see, I'm like, he looks, he looks like a dad. Like he looks like my dad or my, I I don't want to kiss him. Like that creeps me out. And I'm serious. The worst, one of the worst things is like, I'd creep. I can't, I can't, I would creep me out. I can be his friend, I can hang out, but I I cannot think of getting intimate like that. And that's one of the hardest things. So what, (laughs) I don't know what life holds for me. I am kind of, I, I stay on the dating apps just for interest's sake and to kind of see what's out there and, you know, but I really hope I meet someone in person and I hope I meet someone that is fun and we can meet and just get to know each other and almost be friends and then just fall into something. But I tell you, I got to be attracted to them. Mind, body, soul, like all of it, not just, I cannot uh, be somebody who's like, you know, he's, he's just a super nice guy. If I wasn't attracted to him, I still couldn't be with him. You know, that is the way it is for me, but interesting times, interesting times. And then also, me with my world, maybe some people may call me a conspiracy theorist, uh, which now it's really truth, nowhere of truth. (laughs) Um, You know, then again, we're looking for that, right? We're like, okay, someone who has kind of those same views as I do about the world, what's going on in the world. Um, All of that, good God, right? Like, and God and faith, right? And my spiritual views. I mean, I don't want to date somebody who's an atheist. I mean, I don't want to date someone that is a really strong Christian. Uh, you know, there are things that we wouldn't get along. 
we wouldn't get along. So then you got to look at all of that too. There's layers and layers and layers. Let me tell you, I thought it would be easier. And I'm, for some reason, it was easier when I was younger. And I'm not even kidding. I don't know if it's the times that because there seem to be so many layers now, right? Like we need, you know, in the last few years, you might have lost some friends, some relationships, things have been strained. They're not like they were before. Different opinions are now huge right? Where before they were like, ah, yeah, he thinks this way, whatever. But now it's like this. It's almost exaggerated. And so we feel that and we sense that and arguments happen. (coughs) And we're seeing that on social media. So things are a lot different. And I think that people in their personal life, they want things to be a little more simplistic and a little more calm and peace and not a struggle because life in the outside world, there's so much going on and there's so much hardship that we see around us. And with the economy, the way it is right now, it's like, whoa, that's a lot already to handle. So being single and being in my little place with my little dog and being happy and content, watching what I wanna watch when I wanna watch, It just seems that is kind of like my safe haven. That's my place where I can feel peace, harmony, tranquility, all of that. So bringing someone into my space or being in someone else's space for a great deal of time, that I'm going to have to see how that goes. So for all of you that are in a wonderful relationship and have found a guy or a woman that you love so much and get along with and your life is so much better with them in it, I am so happy for you because really, I think that is what we all really truly want. So good for you, good for you, so happy for you. All right, that is my take on this. Just in case anybody else feels the same and was thinking, oh my God, I think I think too feel so weird. Does anybody else think that's this way? No, you are not alone. You are not. And another thing I want to add, I absolutely love sleeping alone with my dog. Of course, I do not like sleeping with anybody and I have it for a few years now. And again, I think that's the energy thing that disrupts my sleep. Um, and I love to have a really good sleep. So I don't know if that's it. And I just don't want, some people love right. Having their They can't sleep unless their partner's with them. I've always kind of been the opposite. So maybe that is just me. But if that is you too, you are not alone. I know many women like us. Okay, I'm ending this. Thank you so much for listening. Please feel free to share this with anybody you think who might like this. And I'm always open to topics. You can find me on Facebook, Diana Marchand. I also have a Facebook group, Women Living Boldly 50 Plus. And my YouTube, Diana Marchand, and Instagram, Diana Marchand 50. Sending you so much love. Have an absolutely amazing day or night whenever you are listening to this.